I'm Josh Toll. And I'm Brett Roberts. Welcome to Half the Cast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hapticast, episode 7. This is Haptic Intel's podcast where we talk about games and other things that tickle our ass cheeks. I just thought of that right now. I could I tell. I didn't think of one this I, week. I could tell. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed the pause, but yeah. I also started there, but I don't feel like going back, so we're going to keep it. Welcome to the show, everybody. Hello. Hey. Hi. Steven's with us in spirit, our permanent extra co-host that we love. So, Brett. What's up? It's almost, ha- it's almost Halloween. Mm-hmm. You sure about that? No, it's almost Valentine's Day. I want to say Halloween, but it's Valentine's Day because I'm getting it mixed up with Destiny and the the shits, the crimson and the, mm-hmm. the Valentines and the spooky memes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I got you this button. You guys aren't going to be able to see it, but it says you're sweet. Aww. I don't know if you can see. Yeah, you can't read I that. See it. You can't read that at all. But I got it for you. Oh, thank put you. Put it on. Oh, it has some sprinkles on there, too. Yeah, you going to put it on? Yeah. Thanks, Josh. No problem. I'm going to wear it to the movies tonight. Are you ever going to see Deadpool tonight? Yep. You don't actually have to put it on if you don't want to. No, I'm going to put it on. There we go. All right, there you go. Can't even see it. Can't even see it. Hidden by your mic. All right. Okay, so, Josh, what is Haptic Intel? You should inform everyone. We're a, you know, a place where we talk about games and hang out. Let's Plays and unpopular opinions and us getting mad. and. Now, if someone wants to know more about Haptic Intel... What should they do? They should watch our YouTube videos. They should subscribe. Oh. They should visit www.hapticantel.com, which is under construction right now, but go check it out. That's Face- what they should do. Facebook, Twitter. Facebook.com slash hapticantel, at hapticantel on Twitter. You should do that. Twitch.tv slash hapticantel. I can't talk today. I'm stuttering. You are. Like, I had a stroke before we came on. Sorry. Right. I just, I can't okay. articulate my words. It's fine. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's what you should do. Also, right. in our last, and I'll, we'll export it as a separate thing, but in our last podcast, which will be up by the time this is up, mm-hmm. obviously, um, we talk about some childhood stories, some childhood memories. So if you want to know more about us and how Brett was a magician, check that out. All right. Let's start how we do sometimes when we feel like it. This is old, as we Usually, always. actually, always. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to make some. Okay. The games that we're playing. Alright. You can go ahead first. I've been playing Guitar Hero Live. A lot. World Tour. Not World Tour. World Tour is bad. I've been playing Guitar Hero Live. Really good. Uh, I started Uncharted 2. As we talked about last week, I finished Uncharted 1. Yeah. Uh, if you want to know my opinions on, on Uncharted 1, check that out. Yeah. Um, what else have I been playing? There's a lot. I beat a game called Firewatch. We did an indie intel segment on that, which is a new segment we're doing here in Hapticast, where we highlight indie games. So if you want to see that, go check it out. Also, um, by the time this full podcast is out, we might have our uh, Firewatch review out. Yeah, we, we should. Yeah. So if you guys want to see what we thought of Firewatch, check it out. Um, what else? Have I been playing? Rocket League update. Oh yeah, Rocket League is update with the new uh, Rocket Labs maps. Yeah. Nice. So I've literally been playing everything that you've been playing, minus... Uh, Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero. Mm-hmm. And plus Bloodborne. Mm, yes. Working on DLC. I'm, I'm going to take a break from Bloodborne for a few days here. Yeah. Because I'm... You're stuck. I'm finished right now. With uh, Abritas. I never didn't beat her in my first playthrough. Yeah. And I'm getting really close. Like, literally going in. Like, it's taking me like a half hour. Because I'm doing it slow. And I have 
the the holy blade and just fucking shoving the whole thing into a butthole constantly over and over and over again and it's chunks that are nice but it takes a while and I'm just keep dodging dodging into her fucking her little her cheeks her her tail her, ta- her fins fucking little shits there and I keep getting gg'd by that the fucking the move where she calls all the jizz from the heaven and it kills you mm-hmm. but I've I've dodged it a few times since I like asked you like I don't think it's possible like it but it is but sometimes like. If I get hit with it, like, the first time, it, like, it kind of, like, stutters you a little bit, I yeah. think. And then it's just... And then you're going to get hit with all of them. Yeah. From there on. Yeah. I know so what you mean. It's trying to anticipate it, but it's hard when I'm just, like, all I see is our fucking cheeks. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm, like, I'm stuck in the thing. Yeah. And another thing is, every time you die, you have to go and you have to farm blood vials, which can be annoying. Yeah, because she eats up a lot of them. Yeah. So. You'll have, like, zero left after you're done the fight and you have to yeah. go get more. But... That being said, the DLC area is easy as fuck now. Mm-hmm. Like, the hunter... I haven't tried the first boss again, mm-hmm. but the whole area is easy, and before it was annoying, but now it's GG, no worry. It's fine. All right. It's okay, good. Rocket League update. Firewatch beat it. Uh, I think that's it. There's something else yeah, that we've been playing. Destiny. We started Destiny again. Yeah, we started playing the uh, Winston Doubles, Crimson Doubles. Yeah, it's the Valentine's Day... Uh, I guess weekly update yeah. that they did. Mm-hmm. So the whole tower is decked out with flowers, rose petals everywhere, and everything's red, which is yeah. it's fought. The Crimson Doubles was more fun than I thought it would be. Yeah. It's like just having the two on two is a interesting dynamic. You know what I mean? Yeah, teamwork is needed definitely. Mm-hmm. And when someone dies, the other player gets boosted. So yeah. When it's one v, you know, even if it's one v one or one v two, whoever has no teammate, they're going to be boosted, and they're yeah. going to be fucking way more powerful. But it's good to relies on teamwork. I mean, you and I play games all the time, so yeah. we're in, you know, squad deep most of the time. Oh, against yeah. us anyway. We lost a couple of times to some really good players, but uh, most of the time we were doing pretty well. It was fine. It's fun. Yeah. And it's not like you only kept losing. I don't know. Like I wasn't like too mad about mm-hmm. it. Because it's also, like, your skill, and you have to plan and be smart. Yeah. Like, you probably could have got that guy, but he was OP. Like, he burned us to death, and he had just the shield on. I don't know what it was, but it kept coming up fast, quickly. And he'd come back to life with his... Yeah, um, the Sunsinger. Sunsinger, yeah. Yeah. But it's good. It's fun. I enjoyed it. Listen, Destiny's a good game. There's just... it's There's some things about it that make it hard to stick with. I yeah. Think, you know? But the event, These little events are nice, but... Anyway... We spoke about Destiny a few weeks ago. And we talked about how there is a rumored expansion coming this year instead of a sequel. Correct. And the sequel will be coming next year. Right. Yeah. So, in a Bungie update, the weekly, a weekly update, I think it was, right, on their blog posts, they finally gave us, well, they confirmed, like, speculation um, about some outlook stuff, um, for stuff, I can't talk, some stuff coming for year two. Jesus Christ. All right. Um, so, it's going to be... S- a DLC pack that's something um, similar to scale of the Taken King. Okay. Which was huge. Right. Which was essentially a game within itself. Yeah. And also some kind of other significant update and a sandbox thing planned for the game. Hmm. Sandbox. Maybe Forge? That would be a game changer. Something like Forge or something. I don't know. Um, and that's slated for a spring slash winter of this year release. Um, it's also going to come with a level increase. And they confirmed a new game in 2017. I'm in. Yeah. It'd be nice to... Because the light levels, like, they did up the the 
defense and like the damage a little bit yeah but it's still like grind city they kind of changed the whole mechanic of leveling up as well like once you hit a certain point you level up with the light levels now you know what i mean right. so yeah i mean when the taken king came out we all bought it all of our friends um yeah we all played it mm-hmm. and it was fun because mm-hmm. everyone was playing but then slowly but surely everyone started to get faded out by uh how yeah. much there wasn't to do anymore yeah well we had the raids but it's and we talked about that when we talked about why Activision and Bungie were being cucks with this. And the number one took too long to talk talk about this. It's fucking February, whatever. It came out the 10th. Sorry, you're late. Year started a month and a half ago. Um, but the raids, and we talked about how it just, like, we can't always get that many people together. And you can't rely on people online or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can't match make with people online. So, for that. It's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll get it, I'm sure. I will too. Destiny is a fine game, and the, like I always say, the mechanics are just really tight, and they're there, and I just... Yeah. I actually had to, when we played the Crimson Doubles, I had to turn my sensitivity down to 6, I believe. I was at the highest, which mm-hmm. was, I believe, 10. Is that what you normally play on? I guess last time I played, I was really... I guess I lost something, because I used to be good, and now I'm not that good. But I, I'm good, but I was better. I could play on sensitivity 10 and fucking... Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. I'm on three. I use the Cerros regime, so what that means is when you zoom in, your bullets go slower, but you get more accurate. So, like, you'll be spraying with it, and it'll be, like, all over the place. But when you zoom in, it's like... Yeah. And it's nice. So I had to have good precision skills with my sensitivity. For some reason, I I guess I was... Rambo or something and I put it on 10 last time I played and I was just sniping dudes with it but now I have to like slowly aim towards mm-hmm. their heads you know so Destiny's good we'll see more about the update uh, it said spring slash winter 2016 mm-hmm. they also said that they're probably release some more like supplemental things kind of like the uh, Crimson Double Valentine Festival of the Cops uh, the Festival of the Lost Halloween yeah Sparrow yeah. Racing thing I just I don't see why they couldn't keep something like Sparrow Racing. Like, for good? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or even, like, this Crimson Doubles thing. Keep that as a game mode. That's a fun game mode. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's because they like to make you feel like they're giving you more, so they'll do it. They're giving you more by not giving you more. Like, I don't mind stuff like Iron Banner being on an event. Yeah. You know? That's that's fine. Because the armor that you get for it, you're like, oh. I and the trial, Trials of Osiris. Yeah. Well, that's is... a thing on itself. You get access to the which Lighthouse, which we've never... Yeah. No. All right, moving on. Um, the head of Sony VR has stepped down. That's interesting. Dr. Dave... I can't even read my hand right now. Dave Ranyard, I think is how you pronounce it, um, left Sony London Studio. He developed London Heist and various other like, VR demos. London Heist is like a really popular one. Um, he was at the studio for 17 years, and he played a pivotal role in developing PSVR. He also developed iToy and that SingStar thing. Mm. Um And here's a quote from him. Quote, 2016 is going to be the year of VR. It is the perfect time for me to to, oh my God, sorry, to take this step into independent development. The emergence of a new medium like VR doesn't come along very often, and I really want to be a part of this new world, end quote. It's interesting. I keep saying it's interesting because it really is. I don't know if it's good or if it's bad. Uh, Surely it's bad for Sony. Maybe it's good for him. Well, he's right that this is a big year for VR because this is when. What is happening. VR? Virtual reality. And what is PSVR? 
for the PlayStation's virtual reality headset. headset. Yeah, it's coming out sometime this year. I just want to, because some people may not know what PlayStation VR is. They might be Xbox players and they're watching, you know, PC players and keep them informed, you know. So this guy developed, it's important to know because iToy was PlayStation's early uh, like PlayStation camera thing. Yeah, and, and there was games where there'd be like ninjas on the screen and you'd have to like chop them. Yeah. And it was fun. I loved iToy. iToy was nice. Yeah. There was something else that he did too. I can't remember, but it wasn't as big. Um, but yeah, he said that this is going to be the year of VR, which is true. And he said that he wants to be a part of this new world. Well, he already is. He's the head of PlayStation's VR headset, which is arguably going to be the most successful because it's probably one of the, the most cheap things that's going to be on the market and the most accessible, like, to people. It's definitely the most know, accessible if you have a PlayStation 4, which is the best-selling console right now. Yeah, you can so, use this and you don't need, like, a high-end PC to run it mm-hmm. and the things that come with the I Oculus. Mean, the phone ones are... True, but those aren't going to be nearly as popular and they can't offer nearly as much as PSVR could. Yeah, I used one at uh, Best Buy the other day. It was a Samsung. Oh, boy. And the quality of the images on the screen were just, at least in the demo I was playing, it was like an underwater one, and it looked like PS2 graphics. And I was just like, yeah. So it's, I don't understand why. I don't know if something happened or maybe they're finished, and he's like, all right, you guys are good. I'm going to leave now so I can do other things. I don't know. You said he did SingStar, right? Yeah. I'm do you my, have it? I'm looking at my collection here. I, I don't have SingStar, I don't think, but I do have, uh, I have... Karaoke Revolution, American Idol, American Idol for the PlayStation Two, and he uses iToy. Hmm. Well, he developed it. Mm-hmm. We'll help develop it. There's that. All right. Wow. You have. I have an extensive PS2 library, including American Idol. All right. Karaoke Revolution. All right, but yeah, I just brought it up because I thought it was interesting. It is very interesting. Uh, any spe- What do you think? Speculate. There's two things. Why? Like, I think are possible. Number one, they're finished, and they don't need him anymore, and... PSVR's finished. Yeah. Okay. And he costs a lot, because, I mean, he's been there for a long time. He's smart. He's Loyal. developed a lot. Yeah. He's, he's good. Um, he never plays himself, but... No. Oh. He uh, plays his games, though. Yeah, he plays... He's playing chess, not checkers. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been playing chess his whole life. Um, so I think that's a possibility, and then I also think that maybe... There was some kind of disagreement with like something going towards the launch of PSVR, and he was like, "You know what? I have. I'm sure he might have had offers from other people, or maybe he just wants to develop software instead of focusing on hardware as well." Yeah, it sounds because like, it sounds like he wants to do his own thing, right? Because he's developing software for this hardware that he helped develop mm. to show off. You know what I mean? So yeah. maybe he just wants something new too, mm. and maybe it was just time for him. He was like, "You know what? I'm I'm good." So who knows? He could also mean that. Maybe PSVR isn't as good as we thought it was, and maybe he's disappointed in the product that they're making because it has to be cheap, you know? I don't know about that. He's been with it for the whole, pretty much the whole development cycle. That's true. You know what I mean? I have to assume that they're pretty much done and getting ready to Mass, produce. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mass market it. At, at this point. We don't know when we're getting it yet, but it has to be, you know... They have to be making units. Soon-ish. Yeah. And that's uh, it, the production time for a headset like that is gonna be longer than like shilling out a game or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's hardware. Yeah. So that's my opinion. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't play yourself. Okay. So I'd like to do something and say something that might surprise you that we don't normally say here on the podcast. What's that? I'd like to say thank you, Ubisoft. Thank you. For what? Quote, 
This is right from Ubisoft's blog. Quote, This year, we are stepping back and re-examining the Assassin's Creed franchise. As a result, we have... I'm sorry! I wrote that wrong. As a result, um, there will not be a new Assassin's Creed game in 2016. End quote. That's great. And it's not because I don't want another Assassin's Creed game. I think that... I don't. I think that Assassin's Creed needs to step back like they said they're going to, and they need to stop annualizing their games and build the hype around them again because it's not there. Syndicate, or shitticate, as we call it on the show, um, didn't do as well as people thought it would. No, but it was better than Unity. Which, speaking of Unity, quote, since AC and Unity, we have learned a lot based on your feedback, end quote. Hmm. And they didn't say Syndicate, they said Unity, so they know Unity was bad. Yeah. And then they say, quote, we, we've also updated our development process and recommitted and are recommitted to making Assassin's Creed a premier open world franchise, end quote. So we talked about this a few months ago, I believe now, um, how they, there's a rumor that Ubisoft was going to step back and they were going to make an Assassin's Creed game next year rather than this year. Right. And it was going to be in Egypt. Yeah. So now this pretty much confirms that, right? Yeah. Now, they said, they're, I, they're speaking of main Assassin's Creed installments because they have the two... Um, the Russia one Chronicles. and the yeah There's the Assassin's three. Creed Chronicle. You know, well, China was last year. Mm-hmm. They had Russia this year, and they also um, are they're having Russia this year, and then there's also one other one which I think it comes out this week or soon. Can't remember where it is because they're selling the, the triple pack on right. PSN and stuff. I can't remember where it is. No, I can't it's fine. There's a lot of Assassin's yeah. Creed games. So. Um, but so as far as main installments, we're not getting one. Mm-hmm. And then they say, you know, as to why they're doing this quote. We're taking this year to evolve the game mechanics and to make sure we're delivering on the promise of Assassin's Creed, offering unique and memorable gameplay experiences that make history everyone's playground, end quote. That's where the blog post ends, by the way, too. Yeah, I mean, this is a good thing. I think. Um, More than a good thing, because I was an Assassin's Creed fan for one, two, Brotherhood was okay, Syndicate was, or not Syndicate, Um, Revelations was... And they're bad. Like, was that bad. Okay, that was your butt. Not yeah, that was my butt. Yeah. Um, and three was arguably my favorite. But maybe two. I don't know. I like three a lot, though. And then the story with Desmond pretty much ended there, definitively for me. And I felt like that was okay, good. And then when they announced another one, I was like, how? Like, what's going on? I don't understand. So, and I still don't know. I don't really know anything about Black Flag. I know people enjoy Black Flag. I don't know really anything about Unity except yeah. the shield surrounding it. And I don't know really anything about Syndicate or anything about the other one that released for the last-gen consoles. I don't remember what they're called. I haven't played them. I have no interest in playing them. I don't want to play them. I don't care. But if they somehow reboot... Do something with the story that's different. Start a new story, kind of like with Desmond and having him be related with somebody. Not Desmond himself, I mean like a new character. Mm -hmm. Maybe like off since the movie's going to be that essentially with Michael Fassbender. I don't know. It's just, it's good that they're realizing that they need to put their fucking foot on the brakes for a second. Yeah. Because people are shitting all over them because their games have been subpar. Definitely. And Assassin's Creed... You know, and they hint towards that. It used to be the premier open world game. It was fantastic. People loved it. It was groundbreaking. Slow down. Mm-hmm. And the Egypt setting is really uh, enticing to me. Yeah, I love. And I think it's like it would be with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's very different than most of their other settings. Mm-hmm. 
So maybe they need to put their foot on the brake, take a step back, like they're saying, reevaluate, think about how they can make this game good, better, and appeal to more people, and reinvigorate old fans that they lost. I agree. So, thank you, Ubisoft. Thank you. But still, fuck you. Eve's going on, I still want you to suck my cock. Alright? No, actually, I want him to suck your cock. Who's Eve's Gimon? The head of Ubisoft. Okay. Guy. He's the guy from E3? Yeah, he's the white-haired guy. Okay, yeah, I don't like him. Why is he going to suck my cock? Not yours. I forget. It was something like you bought... Rayman Legends? I don't remember. What, is this a meme? Is this an inside meme? No, we talked about it on the podcast. Mm. I just, I don't remember. But I, I said that I wanted him to suck your cock. All right, suck my cock. Eve's Gimon. Like All right. right. <clears throat> I'm moving pretty fast here. Yeah, I was thinking that we need to put the brakes on too. I think. Yeah, you just you know, plowing through. There's not a ton of news. Um, <clears throat> let's do this. All right. All right. That's nice. So, Indie Intel is a new segment here on Hapticast that we started last week, where we bring spotlight to indie games that we feel deserve it. Maybe not ones that necessarily aren't going to do well, but ones that we feel like appeal to us, and we will appeal to other people, and we want them to get more traction. Definitely. Yeah. Even though this one's actually pretty big, too. Yeah. But, so today we're going to talk about Battalion 1944. Battalion 1944 is made by Bulkhead Interactive. I guess they're new just for this. I believe so. I'm assuming. Small team, guys. Very few. Anyway, Battalion 1944 um, recaptures the core of classic multiplayer shooters and propels World War II into the next generation. It is a spiritual successor to great multiplayer shooters of the past that will take you to real-world locations such as the streets of... I don't know how to pronounce Corey. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't talk today. I, I wrote wrong. Like, my, you see my handwriting? Can't read it. Carintan and the Forest of Bastoni. Bastoni? Your European just, history just, is just... Just kill me in the comments. I don't care. All right. Battalion 1944 is an infantry-based FPS with an emphasis on raw skill. No grinding. No exosuits. Just you and your skill as a player. This is a game that uh, launched on Kickstarter. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What entices me the most is we haven't had a World War II shooter in a very long time. Yeah. yeah. So this is... If you go over to the Kickstarter page, check it out. Uh, maybe I'll put a link right here. Somewhere there. Right, right here. Okay. Let's go on now. Be in the comments, though. Maybe. If I remember. If I don't, just go search it in Kickstarter. Um... But this is a good time for this game. We've it, it, the SPS market is saturated with futuristic, you know, whether it be COD or you know, Battlefield, whatever, futuristic, over the top, which is fine. And I liked um, Black Ops Three, and I liked Advanced Warfare, and they work for me, and that's fine. But it's, getting sick. it's over. Yeah, it's true. Just like the World War Two genre was back then, mm-hmm. and like Vietnam and stuff like that. But now that the market's oversaturated with this, I think it's a good time to come back in and say, hey, let's remember why, you know, where these games started, these futuristic games, and why we love them so much and why we keep going back and stuff like that. Definitely. But the game has to be good, because otherwise it won't work. Yeah. It's a good time, but it needs to be solid. And watching the trailer, there's only one thing that bothers me about it. Mm-hmm. Some of the animations, they look like poopy doo doo poop poop why I didn't play Battlefield. Why Battlefield never appealed to me because like the animations. If that makes any sense, I know it's really stupid, but like the just the way that you hold and run your gun like in Battlefield doesn't appeal to me as much as it does in COD. Why? I don't know. I'm stupid. Quote that. Poopy dooby doo doo. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I mean, it's not actually that big of a deal. 
No, and I, the game's still in early, early, early alpha, or the yeah. early stages of it being developed, so I don't think that's going to be an issue in the main game. Uh, they, what I really like about this game so far is the trailer they have on their Kickstarter. You should go, seriously go check it out. These guys stuck really, really close to the facts, to what things really look like. Yeah. You understand what I mean? Yes. So they went to the real-life locations that World War II took place, and they, they took right. pictures, and they modeled these maps off of that. Mm -hmm. The guns are the same. And then they even have a engraving option on your guns where you can, you know, write your name or your clan tag or whatever, and it's e that is even influenced by real-life soldiers who carve their names on their guns. Right. Their attention to detail is fucking phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm excited for that level of detail made by... Well, what they say, a couple uh, graphic designers and a couple modelers, and yeah. they said they're all a bunch of guys in the game industry just came together and they're making this game. Yeah. I think the name's perfect, Battalion 1944, because yeah. Battlefield 1943, you know, was an insanely popular World War II game, which yeah. I love. Which, it's a call to that. Oh, yeah, definitely. And people will see that and they'll be like, is that Battlefield 1944? Like, is it a yeah. sequel? You know what I mean? So it's a good way to get traction. Even if they have to change it uh, for legal reasons... The Kickstarter, first of all, the Kickstarter is doing phenomenal. They raised, what, $311,000? At the time of this video yeah. recording. And they only needed 142000 Yeah, and that's with, that's less than half, I can't even word that. They, can you please explain what I'm trying to say? I don't understand what you're trying to say. They have 18 days left. Yes. The funding was started, what, at 32 days or 30 days? Blue 30. 30 days? So they did that much in 12 days. Alright. Okay. So they're making great traction. They're making a lot of money. Yeah. Way more than they wanted. Yeah. Way more. And it's obvious that the fans really want this game. More than the Winston Double right now. Crimson Double. Oh. More than Double. Oh. More than the, the Winston oh. Double is something that Chris says. Yes. I don't know what it is, but I say it because I like Chris. I was like, what are you doing? Okay. Anyway, I, I really think that it's going to be a good game. Uh, Call of Duty World at War was fantastic. And honestly, this game doesn't even have to have a story. If it was just a multiplayer shooter... Which it sounds like that's what's yeah. happening here. Even if it was just like a $15, $20... If it's more than like $25, $30, I'm not going to get it. Um, but it, it looks pretty good. Yeah. And they're going to have early access on PC. I believe it's coming to the consoles too. Yeah, Xbox One, PS4. So check it out. It looks really good. If you like World War II shooters, this is the game you should be looking at right now. And again, while we're bringing up indie games and battalion stuff like that, is because... We want to get rid of some people's negative connotation with the indie market. Yeah. We believe that indie games are good. They spice up the gaming market. They're nice, you know, in-between AAA games, which we like AAA games too. We play them. But indie games are nice, and I like to support small groups of people that are making games that they want to, telling stories that they want to, and oftentimes put more attention to detail than a lot of other, like the AAA games. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Definitely. I agree. And you, you can appreciate it more, I feel like. I agree. You can connect with it more. You can connect with developers more. Yeah. For example, I don't want to get too off topic here, but games like Axiom Verge being made by two guys, or one guy and then a musician, I right. think, I believe. Um, it's just so much more fascinating. You're like, wow, this game was made by one guy. Right. And it's just, this game's being made by, like, a couple of guys. So it was like six guys? Something yeah, something like that. Like that. Something small. And it, Real looks, funny. it looks pretty decent, so. Yeah. So check out the Kickstarter. Support them. They have some nice um, tiers for things. Rewards. Yeah. Almost all of them, I think, you get the game. So there's that. Um, well, for the PC, you have to get up higher to get it on the console because I'm sure there's like shit that's annoying with that. Yeah. But check it out. Yeah. Italian 1944. All right.
tired. Alright. I don't know why. I'm probably a little tired. I don't know why. Sorry. Um, this, this podcast is 30 minutes in. Yeah. They usually run about an hour. Yeah. It's going to be a little shorter this week. And we're almost done. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. We have a Firewatch review we have to film after this. Oh, yeah. So, go check that out if you're watching this and you're wondering why this is going to be so short. But it's not like I didn't... Like, I woke up at 6 in the morning today. We woke up at a good time. Oh, I'm sleepy. Had a long week. Have a long week next week, and I don't want to. All I want to do is sit in my dorm room and play games, but I can't because I'm in school. I don't want to do it. I'm Josh. I, I feel you there. And there's... There's one game that I wish I could sit in my room and just play all week. Final Fantasy Fifteen, Josh. Let's talk about it. Alright. Let's talk about it. So Final Fantasy Fifteen released a new trailer a few days, weeks, months back. I don't remember. That was literally like last week. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it was called Base Infiltration no Trailer no or something. Fine. No well, fine that's base. the name of the beast, but I think the actual trailer on the, is base the channel. Base. Yeah, something. But No Fine Base. Let me tell you something about this trailer. All right, it looks fucking good. Uh, I'll preface with I'll preface with this. Neither of us have ever really played Final Fantasy at all. Ever. I played 10 when I was a wee lad. I played 12. That's what I'll say about that. I didn't play much of it. I remember it came on six discs for the 360, if you remember that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was six. Was it six? I don't know. It might have been four. I think it was three. Maybe it was three. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Um, half. It was fine. I don't know. I just I couldn't get into it. But why I would like to talk about this. Number one, the trailer is fucking slick as fucking shit. It's a good trailer. So, well, just Very good trailer. Bad. And, again, neither of us have played Final Fantasy, but... We have played Final Fantasy fifteen. The, the demo. Yes. The episode of the sky. Yeah. Um, but even just that kind of definitely got me hooked, and I got onto the hype train once I played that, mm-hmm. right? And now after seeing this trailer, right, and keeping up with some of their active time report stuff, I don't want to say that I'm the conductor of the hype train, because there's fans that have been waiting for this for far longer than I had, definitely. and that want it way more than... I ever could want it and ever understand well I could understand their passion for that like my passion for like Star Wars which yeah. you know what I mean it's understandable um cause you've been waiting for a long time for it and I get that but I'd say at least I'm the guy shoveling coal in like next to the conductor so. you're, you're that excited yeah I'm pretty excited too what I liked about the new trailer the No Fine Base trailer was um it was a completely different setting than we saw in Episode of Sky yeah which we we saw Wide open spaces, forest, grass, some caves, mm-hmm. stuff like that, and a lot more soldier enemies mm-hmm. than in the demo. Um, yeah. I, we haven't played the updates to the demo, just the original right. demo. Uh, I don't know what's changed since then, but you saw some of the the soldiers. They would spawn down and you know kick their ass, and that's it. But this is literally a base filled with them. Yeah, and mechs. Yeah, and crazy shit. Yeah. Now it looks. It's not a bad thing, it's a good thing. It looks similar to, um, kind of similar to Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, I get that. But, the first thing that appeals to me, number one, is the gameplay for Final Fantasy XV is why I'm getting this game, because it just, it is fucking slick as fuck. Mm -hmm. And I like, like, the active time battle and stuff like that. Um, but, one thing I noticed already that's different is the display and how you do your moves is, um, explained better. Like, you don't have to, like, know... Specifically, like you can go in and say, "Oh, you can, you know, warp over here, or you can do a warp kill here instead of just hitting a button." Like I think you could lock on the demo to somebody, mm-hmm. but you weren't. I don't know. I wasn't really sure ever because I stupid. And I didn't learn it, but I like that number one that it shows like 
Oh, if you look here, you can do all this. If you look here, you can do yeah, this. There's different, different options. Yeah. Um, the, he was stealthing around. We saw more of um, like the team. Stuff, yeah, the which team was attacks. Insane. Yeah. And slick. And also another thing that I noticed is that when you like warp into something to attack something, and you like jump up and you keep doing the moves or whatever, mm-hmm. there's like this little like line of whatever that like, behind you trailing. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's, you should. It's, it's, it's a trail, and I like that because it shows what you're still attached to. You know yeah, what I mean? I gotcha. And it just, I don't know. It's that little thing was one of the most loud things to me in the trailer. Yeah. That makes sense. I like the scene where rockets get fired at Noctis. Oh, and he dodges. He fucking yeah. slicks away from out of the way. You know? Yeah, that was that was nice. I like that. Um, I just, I I never played Final Fantasy because I didn't like the the turn-based style right. of, of gameplay. Right. Since then, obviously, I've gone back and played games like Persona, Baby's First yeah. RPG, you know. And yeah. Obviously, I'm more into it well, now. Like I, It's opposite for me, though, because I like turn-based okay. RPG and stuff like that, but I just never played Final Fantasy, which is weird. Yeah, I'm, it's not, like, weird or anything. It's just not... You just didn't play it. Because Final Fantasy VII is arguably the most influential game ever created, mm-hmm. and while now I'm not going to go back and play Final Fantasy VII from then, just because I just... I couldn't myself to do it i might if it's good with even though i disagree with how they're releasing it with the remake the episodic yeah nature of it i gotcha yeah. i agree which i still don't like that it's episodic and i still think that's fucking stupid but it looks good and i like the new battle system and i don't know i, I want to try it like i want to i want to like final fantasy i want to i want to like yeah it. i want to jump into the the universe you know what i mean yeah. i think another reason why we never played the games at least i didn't play the games is because there were so many, and right. I, I thought they were all consistently one, uni- like one not one universe, but one story. Yeah. But it's not. No. I didn't know that when I was a kid. Yeah. And that's what fucked me up. So I didn't want to play seven. I never played four or five. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I never played Final Fantasy, and I'd like to play fifteen because it doesn't look. Not that there's something wrong with Final Fantasy, but it doesn't play like a Final Fantasy game, and doesn't. Right. This look this like. battle kind of stuff is very different than. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just. It looks like they're trying to get people like us to play this game. Yeah, and it's gonna work. And just for example, uh, they're doing the Final Fantasy Fifteen Uncovered event. I believe it's March thirtieth, twenty sixteen, mm-hmm. and it's being hosted by Kind of Funny Games, Greg Miller, and Tim Geddes. Greg Miller isn't a fan of Final Fantasy. Yeah. He doesn't like Final Fantasy. I don't even think he's played a demo for Final Fantasy Fifteen. But yet. he's the trending gamer. He is the most trending gamer, and uh, I guess Square contacted him and said, "Listen, you're going to host this event." And Tim Geddes is a fan of uh, yeah, Final Fantasy, but Greg Miller argued, "Like, listen, the fans are not going to be happy that I'm hosting this event." And they said, "Listen, you might not like Final Fantasy Fifteen, but this game is going to appeal to you." Yeah. Because we're trying to get people from this side, this side. Yeah. And I think that we are in the same category as Greg Miller. Yeah. And here's the thing. I'm predicting now. When Final Fantasy XV comes out this year, it's going to be my second favorite game to Persona 5. This year? This year. Mm, That's interesting. I'm excited. I'm going to pre-order this game. And I'm already... This is probably bad because it bites me in the butt every time I get hyped about a game. But Persona 5, I think I'm going to put right up there. Second to Persona 4, I don't see how it could trump Persona 4 for me. Maybe it can. But I, honestly, the way that Final Fantasy 15 looks, the way that it plays, it appeals to me so much. Like, I want to fucking suck it off right now. I think I'm going to put it as number maybe four to, like, Alan Wake, which is my, probably going to be my third favorite game. One's fine. It's my second right now. That's great. I don't know how I'm going to rank it. Uh, I think it's going to be a game that defines 
our generation, maybe, of gaming. Um, maybe it could be as influential as Final Fantasy VII, which I hope yeah, it is. This game has been being made for so long, and some of our friends yeah. said it in the past. They've been waiting for this game for, you know, ten years. Yeah. So, so I'm excited. I'm also excited. It should be good. And again, we're not... Can't stress enough, we're not, like, huge Final Fantasy fans. We're new fans, but we're not... We've never played Final Fantasy before. But we're not like ignorant that. about it. Right. We respect what the games have yeah, done. Yeah, we know, you know what they are. Yeah. We've just never... I've never been graced with an opportunity to play them. I agree. That is exactly the same thing with me. We came into this life at a time when Final Fantasy was pretty popular. Yeah. You know, I believe it was the 90s when Final Fantasy VII came out, and I was literally five years old mm-hmm. in 2000, so... Yeah. I didn't play Final Fantasy VII no. when it came out. There you go. That's it. I'm excited. You're excited. I am. I'm shoveling the coal. I will be until that game is in my hands. Alright. So, (laughs) this week we don't have one, but if you have any unpopular opinions, please, I encourage you, I will lick Licky Bum Bum with you. If you send it to us, put it in the comments, send it to haptikintelligmail.com, put it on our Facebook page, Tweet at us on our Twitter or send us snail mail to 1-800-DON'T-USE-SNAIL-MAIL because no one does it anymore and that makes you a hipster. Yeah. So, that being said, unpopular opinions, they could be gaming, movies, uh, pop culture, even life-related unpopular opinions. Send them to us and we'll read them on the show. We'll give you a shout-out. You'll be right here and we'll put your picture right here in between us. And Steven Sear will put it over his face. Yeah, Steven could be here, too. Yeah. Okay. So? So, I guess that'll do it for Hapticast, episode... Do Sky. Episode 7. Remember, if you like what you see here, go check out our other videos. Make sure you like us. Make sure you comment on us. Make sure you subscribe to us. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, twitch.tv. And make sure that I say that my name is Josh Toll, and this is Brett Roberts, and then you want to make sure... That tonight, when you before you go to bed, make sure you wipe your butt cheeks and make sure you don't smear some stuff on your sheets. Go check out Battalion 1944's Kickstarter page. Yeah. Also, keep in mind the Final Fantasy 15 uncovered event is March 30th, as we said. Mm-hmm. Any other housekeeping that you need to say? No. That's it. Yeah. Happykinto.com. Check it out. Make sure butt cheeks are clean. We'll see you next time. See you later.